Hello, and welcome to Tim and Ted's Brain Fart. I'm Ted and or Tim. And I'm Tim and or Ted. And today, we've got another topic. Okay. I'm going with space and everything space. All yeah. right. Okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, so All right. Space is a general topic. I space. Well within our field house, we, we yeah, live we, in the space. We, 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 I've seen space on TV. Yeah. I've, and I've I, I, I reckon I've seen it once or twice live. Yeah. I'm, no, I've only seen it dead. <laughs> no. I like all my space dead. Dead space. Yeah, I said it. Alright. That, that, that's all for Tim's brain fart this week. <laughs> Tim's finally got his joke that he wanted to get out. out. <laughs> 14 years I've been waiting for that joke. <laughs> that's a terrible joke. <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't even know what's coming. That's the worst bit. Oh, it's, it's awful. Is there anything in particular about space? or have you just? Well, no, I think if we can go around like, like, several aspects of space and go from that sort of thing like... Um, Space travel? Do you think we'll ever really get anywhere with that? I mean, often we've got a basic space travel at the minute. Where oh, yeah, we yeah. barely we're get to our, our, our own solar system. Yeah, the, so we're like so we've, we've got space travel. We've just got fast space travel. Yeah, so I'm thinking, like, are we ever going to get anywhere like, like we Star Trek's warp, essentially? Oh, we're we going like to be able to go interplanetary. In, yeah, interplanetary, interstellar, intergalactic. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you. I liked, um, I liked the next step in space travel that they had in the TV show, show uh, The Expanse where you had a super powerful engine yeah, um, but you could only go as far as like Mars yeah, and, and maybe the, the, the first lot of asteroid belt they got to Ceres didn't they yeah. so the first set the first in the asteroid belt but they didn't they couldn't go interplanetary I liked, yeah. I liked that as like a, a logical next step yeah so we, we, we've mastered System travel, just but about, it still takes, but it still a takes long time. time, and they have to spin the ship round and burn the engines. Yeah, to create an artificial hard, yeah. gravity, so that yeah. Well, they had to, they had to turn around, didn't they, to, to stop? Yeah, but that's what created their artificial gravity. It was yeah, the inertia. The inertia created their artificial gravity, but they had to like they they, they travel at full speed, like half the distance, and then yeah, turn around and ship, fire the yeah. engine the other the other way. So you're never really sure what sort of ship was approaching, because if you flew in close formation, it could look like the burn of a massive ship. Yeah. It actually could be like 15 little ships in close formation. Yeah. So. I liked that. That was quite cool. It was, yeah, definitely. And then you got, uh, like, say, w- the famous Star Trek at warp. They, yeah, anywhere the one. I mean, they did have their own limitations. They only went system, several systems over each time. Yeah, and also within our own quadrant of the galaxy. Yeah, they, they did limit it to a certain extent. Although, um, I uh, I've recently been, uh, uh, I've recently taken it upon myself to watch. Uh, Chronologically, not uh, oh, not released chronologically, but like time, episodic time chronologically, yeah. uh, uh, Star Trek. Oh yeah. So did Discovery. Yep. Wasn't a fan. No, no one is. Finished Enterprise. Uh huh. And then I've obviously got into the original series now. Yep. And um, uh, forgetting the the whole, well, you can criticize the original, the original series for its uh, cheesy acting or its cheesy oh, props, yeah. but but well, yeah. In the pilot episode. Um, it was they've broken the time barrier. It was actually a time warp, not a Ooh. light speed. Ah, I didn't know that. I didn't know that until I. I, 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 I must have seen it once because I've seen the original series all the yeah. way through a couple of times, but it's it, ne- really it never it occurred to yeah. me before that in in the in in the Christopher Pike episode. Yeah. Um, it's the time warp they broke, and they actually they they genuinely referenced it. One of the uh, the, the one of the characters that beamed down to the planet with them says. We can get you, we can get you back to Earth in no time. We've broken the time barrier now. <sighs> so it was originally a time warp. Oh, what if they did it again? Well, this was just, in my mind, it's just because uh, I, I got this image now. Just yeah, because <laughs> the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, Captain in. Yeah. I got crew Doctor Frankenfurter and the crew. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. But yeah, so 
But no, yeah, the, the warp speed, because that was uh, creating a, a bubble of subspace around the ship, wasn't it? Yeah. To, to propel it along at faster than light. Yeah, so you, you've... Without actually breaking the rules of faster than light travel. the distance of, of space in front of you whilst expanding it behind you. Yeah. To create the illusion of actual moving. Your, your folded space. So that, that, that's what the uh, like NASA's version of warp would be. NASA's version of warp, yeah. But th- in that, it was just a bubble. Yeah, but... You move through the bubble. Yeah, you, you didn't fold space. In it. Yeah, it was just like a, yeah. like a hyperspace, really. Like a, yeah. what about slipstream travel? It had an Andromeda. That was another Gene yeah. Roddenberry. Um, so again, that going into, um, it's going into a subspace, isn't it? It's like yeah, a that was like a. But they were like corridors, weren't they? Yeah. They weren't. You had to find the slip portal yeah, that went the, go your through. Way. So they were like yeah. they were like semi-stable wormholes that flew from location to location. Yeah. And it's like it's. it's um, it was a lattice kind of network, wasn't it? Kind yeah. Of. Yeah, and uh, there was... What else kind of space travel we've got? There's another one that does that. And all in that kind of, oh. Wormholes in general, I think. Wormholes like, in like general. Stargate wormholes. Stargate kind of. wormholes, yeah. Yeah. That's without even needing to go into space. No. Well, well they did eventually have they space had, gates. But they yeah. had space gates, but yeah. Generally, they were ground gates to start with. Yeah. Um, some of the sci-fi series um, use uh, jump technology. Oh, like um, the Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jump drive where they yeah. just disappear and reappear in a new location. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I liked in the new. Er. Yeah, the n- the say the 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 revamp outside that to go. I liked the jump drive in that because they used it. They used it quite yeah. graphically pleasing. Like there'd be times when they have that, that they have the flak barrier up, and then they have fighters out doing the fighting, and they're fight they're firing missiles between them and the base star, yeah. and then. Just out of nowhere, then the ships would go. They'd call the ships back. They pull the pods in, and then the flak barrier would the, the ship would disappear. The flak barrier would fall away, and the missiles would just fly through what, what was left of the yeah. where the ship was previously. And I just like I liked the look of it. It looked like a yeah, definitely. And it but sort of makes uh, to me it makes sort of a good, good. You could we could work it as an engine yeah. drive. Yeah, their jump drive though was one of the science jump drives that didn't require jump points. So in some series, I can't lie for me to remember which one it is, and that's going to bug me until I do, but where you have to get to a, re- a certain point within a solar system that will let you jump to a different solar system. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, we've read a book that's done that. Um, that was Yeah, but they used a gravity sling or something like that, didn't they? Or something yeah, like that. Something they, like they, that yeah. yeah. So it was a point within the solar system that ha- where the gravity was at a sweet spot. Yeah, and then you could just go, off. yeah, launch off it. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Lost Fleet, wasn't it? Yeah. By uh, Jack Campbell, that one. Yeah. But there's a series that does it as well, and that's going to bug me till I remember which one that is. Well, you're going to have to think about it. Um, take some time. But, but yeah, what? so is there any other kind of s- travel? Space travel? You've got hyperspace. Hyperlanes. Yeah. Yeah. Hyperspace and hyperlanes. What about the, 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 the trade lanes from Freelancer, the game? Do you remember uh, yeah, that? Yeah. Yeah, hyperlanes. That's yeah, what that, that, I liked that. So they used other like waypoint technologies to. to like Continuously propel you, so it wasn't your ship. It was being like pulled across. Yeah, it was like it was like basically like little miniature stargates that uh, increased yeah. your speed up to a, a thing. And then they had um, they had smaller trade lanes in the systems to get you to yeah. and from certain areas. And then they had uh, um, inter-system trade lanes, which was like a massive version, a more powerful version that yeah. would send you rocketing off to the next system. Yeah, I mean, it. I liked it. Yeah, because oh yeah. you had them. Um, because you essentially had the three forms of tra- three forms of speed there, didn't you? Cause you had you had your normal engines that would fly you. Then yeah. you had your you had your own personal like 
super jump engines that would travel you not quite as fast as the trade lanes. And then you had the trade lanes and then the system lanes, which yeah. was an extension of that. Yeah. But they were they were good, though. I liked they them. Were, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is there any other... Because you could do travel? pirate in that one. Because yeah. you could just shoot the trade lane out and yeah. then ships would just drop yeah, out of trade lane. You didn't just take the ship down. Yeah, because you could turn off the, the, the trade lane... Uh, way stations, couldn't you? Yeah. Like force a ship out. Yeah, yeah. All you've got to do is knock out one knock out one in the sequence and it ends the sequence early. Yeah. And the ships will just drop out. Yeah, you're in the middle of nowhere and you're just pirating. Yeah. Yeah. I think, right, okay. Um, obviously, there's the um, Star Wars hyperlanes. Yeah. Um, they had to pre be pre-piloted to chart them. Yeah, it's like a... a them, you couldn't just go off in one direction at hyperspace because you didn't know what was there. Happily crack into things. Yeah, yeah, they had to map them out, didn't they? Like yeah, which is another thing that irritates me about the latest Star Wars film. Yeah, what, what, what in particular this time? Loads of different things. I'm not even gonna. Uh, that's a different episode. Um, <laughs> Star Wars and where we think they went wrong. <laughs> episode one. Why did you sell to Disney? <laughs> 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 episode two is Disney really? <laughs> Darth Disney. <laughs> Some Mickey Vader. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, the horse is strong with you. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's not, it's, it won't be long. No, uh, I'm pretty sure there's already those memes out there. So probably, I don't know. All right. So what else can we talk about? Space. Then? Obviously, all of these sci-fi's have another thing in common: aliens. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. So, aliens. You think they're out there? Yeah. All right. See, you? I think there are forms of life. But I don't think they're going to be as sentient as we are. No, I think you're just over exaggerating how you under exaggerating how 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 random the universe is. Yeah, and I also think that we are such a small, f- so small that if there is intelligent life out there, it's either not developed yet or developed so long ago that it's probably died out again. Not necessarily, but just because we have evolved in this way and this is our understanding of how evolution works yeah. doesn't necessarily mean that's going to compute for every single form of every type of life no, in, no, in no. all the known universe I'm not and, the, and the unknown universe so there, there, there will be sentient life out there somewhere it might not it won't be in you, you, you won't you're not going to go and find Klingons that are identical to us but they have a bit, a bit of an extra heart maybe a half, no, half no, an extra no, lung no, and no, some no, ridges I don't, ex- I don't expect a humanoid at all but there, 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 there will be intelligent life out there definitely I think like the chances of either being intelligent life and at the same time as us, I think, is so astronomically small. No, I think I think. I'd like to say I think they've either not come yet or they've already been and gone. How b- how big is the universe? Massive. And how many galaxies are in the universe? Billions. And how many stars are in the galaxies? Billions. And how many planets are around those stars? Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair enough. I, I was hoping for a small answer because <laughs> it makes it funnier then. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think the chances of one of those planets at the same time of us as us evolving sentient life form is, you know, it's, I, it's, I it's, a, it's a guarantee. I think it's trillions to one. Like I say, we've established that there's only billions. No, it's not, because none of no scientists agree with that. They uh, all uh, say. Uh, uh, I, see, I think a lot of scientists agree with that. I don't think they do. Should we ask them? Let's, bring, yeah. let's phone all scientists. All right. Hold on. I, yeah, they agree with me. No, no, I've got them on hold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they don't want to talk to you, talking to me. <laughs> don't let Tim put me on speaker. <laughs> um, yeah, I, th- I think, like I said, I've no doubt there is alien life out there. I just don't think it would get... We are a random freak 
on our own world. You are a random freak on our own world. <laughs> Rest of us are fairly fairly ordinary. <laughs> I am. That's what you get for being the first homo superior. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not even a little bit. Yeah. Nope. Homeus Maximus. <laughs> oh. Yep. <laughs> you're a random freak because you're the first time that the human race has actually devolved. <laughs> <laughs> we peaked. Ste- step back. Step back. An, uh, an evolutionary step. Yeah, we peaked, guys, and the evil just went. Oh shit! Don't make a mistake. <laughs> back that shit up. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, now it's just the more planets and systems there are, the more likely there is yeah. for there to be life yeah. sentient Obviously, at the same time as us. The Kepler program is the one that's out there uh, trying to defi- find. Uh, Earth-like planets. Oh, okay, yeah, the ones looking for, um, yeah, yeah, for uh, things that we know in are the in Goldilocks the Goldilocks belt, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and of the same it. size as Earth, yeah, preferably. Um, I would like it a little bit less big if it was me personally, just on the side. Mars, Martian size. Mars yeah. is smaller than we yeah, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just one eighth gravity. Oh, that's really small. That's one eighth of Earth. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no. Sorry, not one eighth. I've got one eighth. I, I, I did, but I did uh, zero point eight gravity. So one is us. Zero point right. eight is where I want to be. 20% less gravity. 20% less gravity. All right. Okay. Because I find getting out of chairs now as I'm getting older <laughs> a hassle. <laughs> yeah, but your muscles will atrophy to the point where that becomes normal gravity. <laughs> yeah, and then I'll move again. <laughs> Just directly yeah, zero gig on this. It's fucking heavy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, uh, anyway, I was got the Kepler program. I forgot where I was. <laughs> um, yeah, the, the Kepler program. Obviously, it's found like a several Earth-like planets, which have a chance of sustaining life. Yeah. And that's out of the little tiny bit of space we found that already contains thousands of known planets. Yeah. So out of those thousands of known planets, we found a handful of those planets that might contain life. Like ours. Well, we'll have the life... We, we've defined the life-determining properties, haven't we? Of temperature and and um, certain elements that need to be at a certain state. That we know of. That Yes. I have to agree I'm to that. I'm just thinking that I mean, even in even in Star Trek, they they did try and have a couple of races that were didn't they have the not beyond the norm. Yeah, was it Andromeda that had Pyrians and Star Star Trek had something else? Tholians. Tholians of Star Trek. That was it because Pyrians they lived on um, planets that were very similar to the Tholians in Star Trek, like the Demon class, what they call yeah. it, they? which is the uh, incredibly hot, incredibly toxic. Yeah supposedly unsustainable for life but something still managed to evolve there yeah because as Jurassic Park proved to us life finds a way because Jurassic Park is where I got all my science you, you do you do <laughs> <laughs> and by all my science I mean life finds a way <laughs> that and you can breed down you can, you can get a girl and a girl and make a baby because <laughs> yep hey that's, that's all girls have rights too because <laughs> no, you can get a girl and a girl and breed them together and make a baby that's how that's how Jurassic Park told me I mean, that's yep because all the dinosaurs in the original Jurassic Park were women weren't they yep so and they evolved into men. The, yeah, they uh, uh, gender swapping frog wasn't it? Or yeah, like that. that's how they got round it. Yeah, the, the frog notoriously swaps its gender. We'll use that one because <laughs> you know, yeah, why not? Because <laughs> why not? Because those scientists are just smart as. I think it's John Hammond's fault. All right, not Richard Hammond. No, I don't blame Richard Hammond for it. He gets you enough you shit. You usually blame Richard Hammond for it when you think it's <laughs> I do. I don't mean to blame him. I just I get Richard Hammond and John Hammond confused because they're both called Hammond. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, just like David and Richard Attenborough. You, got, you can't get those two confused. I can. One of them is John Hammond. <laughs> yeah. 
and the other one knows, knows stuff about creatures. <laughs> Why don't you just phone his brother up? Which one of these frogs changed gender? <laughs> Here we have the gender swapping frog. <laughs> don't oh, touch. Oh, yeah. Can you say it a bit faster? I'm in a hurry. Don't want to disturb the little fellow. <laughs> no, come on. Come on, Dave. Help us out. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Right. So I, I don't know where we were on the topic. Oh, yeah. A- aliens. Yeah. Kepler. Aliens. Yeah. Tholians. Folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Sci-fi does suggest that our, our, our base knowledge could quite highly be inaccurate in terms of we don't guarantee th- that we know the properties for developing life. Yeah. We know the properties for developing life that is similar to our own. We know the properties for developing life based on observed yeah. forms of life. And we've, we've only observed what we can We've observe. observed where there's absence of life as well. Yeah. Like the moon. So we know it needs an atmosphere. Yeah. We know there's no life on um, Titan, for example. Uh, it's got mercury lakes. It's too much pressure, too cold. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Was, was that, is that the one where it rains parts? Yeah, methane. Yeah. Methane lakes. That's it. Yeah. So, so we've developed our but, but formula for life based on not just Earth, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but based on what we can observe. Well, what we can observe is sort of a, a number that has yet to be invented, but it yeah. is so massive, but tiny little percentage thing of, have, the uni- of the known universe. Another thing we have is Mars. Oh, the chocolate bar, because there's life on there, I've seen it. Yeah, there's loads of life on Mars, the chocolate bar. Yeah. And if you leave it long enough, it evolves into a Snickers. <laughs> It does. Grows yeah. a pair. Yeah. Right. Well, on Mars, right, we have a nitrogen-rich atmosphere. Right. Which Earth has. People yep. always think it's oxygen-rich. It's actually nitrogen-rich. It's only like 20% oxygen. Yeah, yeah. We, we, we just breathe the oxygen. But not, yeah. Not that. It would be more convenient if we breathe the nitrogen, but to yeah, be honest with you. Yeah. But Seems like an illogical choice. Well, I don't know. Well, well, it worked for us, didn't it? It's worked, but I just I don't get it. All right. Two, the two things that were predominant on Earth, right? Nitrogen in the air... Or water, right? And we don't breathe either of them. <laughs> it just seems like an odd choice. Well, if you go back evolutionary long enough, we did start breathing. Um, yeah, we breathed breathe them. Then we got over it. Yeah, yeah, but it just seems like an odd choice. It's like, hey, right. life will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I know, it did. It proved it. But yeah, so what we've got on Mars is a colder environment. Yep. Uh, a thinner atmosphere, but even though it's still nitrogen rich. Yep. Uh, a lack of liquid water. Yep. And uh, no life, and it's in the Goldilocks zone because on the edge of it. Yep. So we can use that to contrast the difference between Earth and Mars. Yep. Which helps us develop further our formula for what creates life. We haven't actually been to Mars though. We've, we've got rovers on it. Yeah, yeah, but we haven't actually been there. We've been not dug not and, no, and not uh, cor- cored down to the surface to find out what's going on. Well, the rovers do drill. Yeah, but you can't. Proper bore into yeah. many, many strata. Str- strata no. down. Is this the, is yeah. the right word? Yeah. yeah. See, fucking look at that. I've science the shit out of this episode today. Life finds a way. Strata. Jesus. I could be a king now. <laughs> well, hey. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you got, if, you get, if you go down far enough, you might. Just, you know. Yeah, well, so we found evidence of microbial life. Yeah. But we've yet to find evidence of larger, com- complex life. Yeah, yeah. Never mind sentient life. But you might like structures, for example, bodies. Yeah, if you go far enough down into the ocean. Potentially. But so, but based on the fact that it takes, on average, um, an undisturbed ruin 
10,000 years to fully degrade. Yeah. So we know that there's been no structures built on the surface of Mars for at least 10,000 years. Yeah. So if there was sentient life on Mars... It died out. It died out. At least 15,000 years ago. Give or take. Which brings me back to my point of if there is sentient life out there, the chance of it being at the same but time... Mars is a smaller planet and it cooled down quicker than Earth. Yeah, it expelled most of its core. Yeah, right. Because it's stupid like that. Well, yeah, but that's two planets in the same solar system. Well, it expelled... Yeah. If you had one... Even if you had one with the exact same parameters of Earth... But at one point it pretty much did. Is, yeah, is, yeah, but... That's the point. No, my, my point wasn't that it did or if it didn't. My point was that it expanded it. It expended it before Earth did. Yeah. So if there was anything on there, it got rid of it, died, end of, right? Yeah. When it when it went into when its atmosphere went. Ours is going the same way. So in two hundred million years time, someone could come back and see our planet as a red rock and go, Well that definitely couldn't have had life on it. Yeah, but I'm not saying it, Mars didn't have life no, on no. it. No, no. You know the timing wise, yeah. Yeah. In a, in a single solar system. Other solar systems, there yeah. more than one. Yeah. So there's guaranteed to be one planet with exactly the same parameters of Earth somewhere. Yeah, but my argument isn't that there couldn't have been life. I, I, I'm happy that sentient life can develop within the universe at some point. My argument is that I don't think it can happen at the same time as us. I think the statistic likeliness is so small. You've got to find that narrow one perfect planet in the first place. and that Which, the which, that which there'll be about a billion of. Then we've got to narrow that down to it. It's had the same evolutionary scale that we have over the last 14 years. To get our years. life. Yeah. But not to get a different form of life. No. no, no. I mean, evolution needs its certain key milestones. To become like us. No, to be, to develop, All science is narrowed by the fact that we only, life. We only know. Sentient life. Complex life. Yeah, but we only know what we know, and there could be something, could be some completely different. We could be, we could be miles, miles wrong. Yeah, the fact that could the, be. It's like it's like the whole it's like the whole theory that if you get, if you get fast, the closer you get to the speed of light, the slower time goes, and yeah. that you're travelling at the speed of light, and three months pass for you, and you come back, and two hundred years have gone for everyone else. See, I, I don't right, that that's a theory that everyone seems to believe. I don't. But there's no proof of it. Well, this is, it's minor evidence. Minor. Yeah. yeah. There's minor evidence that the Earth is flat. I showed you it earlier with a spirit level on the on the ground. It's true, it did. It was irrefutable. <laughs> <laughs> right. But, you know, if you, if, you, if, you, if you dig hard enough, you can find minor evidence to prove anything. Right? Yeah. Um, it's, like, it's like those studies. You ever see them, you ever see them in the paper? Like, uh, uh, new evidence shows that this this will cure this. And it like, a study is conducted between 12 people, uh, four of only one of which has the ailment, and uh, it didn't work for him, but it worked for everyone else, so they, they didn't get it, so therefore it must, must work. You're like, well, no, that's not how science but is supposed to work. The theory of um, speed of light time travel yeah. is, is, is often distorted in, in, in popular culture. Purely because I don't think if you used to travel at twice the speed of light away from Earth yeah. for a year, yeah. and then stop, turn around, and look at Earth, the Earth you're looking at, you'll perceive as two years ago. Yeah. Because... The light that's coming from the Earth is now two years old by the time it reaches you because you've gone two yeah, light yeah. years away. Yeah. So that is the the, the idea of time travel at that point. If you go, you can then study the Earth from two years ago from that distance. Yeah. 
And so if you were to go a million light years away, you'd be looking at the Earth a million years ago. Yeah. You'd have a million years of light years away and then think, all right, now the Earth is a, a million years older. If I go back to Earth now, it'll take you <laughs> the same time. You know, when you get back to Earth, it'll, it'll be now Earth. <laughs> no. You wouldn't no, no, go that's back not, in that's time. Not, that's not the theory that everyone's been discussing. Yeah, but th- th- listen, people only go half the journey. No, no, no. That, that's that's what throws the me. The theory, off. the theory with the is that if you were to go, um, uh, say, two light years out, yep. and it's two years back, yep, and then come two light years forward, but you've travelled at the speed of light for two, for the for the, for, for for now for now for two years, yep, on Earth, yep, say ten years has travelled. That's the theory. I don't know. I don't know what it was discussed but, but on something. That was the theory. If you travel at one year away from Earth at the speed of, or twice the speed of light, so you get two light years away. Yeah, speed. The ti- time travels at the same rate for you, but travels faster for the rest of the rest of the universe. Is what everyone thinks. No, I don't. Uh, well, that's that's what everyone else thinks. Well, well, no, it's rubbish. It's lies. <laughs> <laughs> it's just no. Yeah. No. So you experience two years of travelling at faster than light, right? Yep. The rest of the universe experiences there is a, there is there is a math equation to work out how many it is, but I'm going to say ten because I don't know the equation and I like the word ten. I don't understand why that could possibly add up. I don't know. I'm just saying what I read. I don't know. No, I think it's lies. I, well, I can I understand d- getting two light years away at the speed of light and looking at the Earth and it's two years old. Yeah, no, that makes that that, that that's fine because like yep. if you look at a star now, you're looking at a star billions, billions of years, of years ago. ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's yeah. how light works. Yeah, but. I don't understand how time distorts in that for 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 any reason in that sentence. I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't know why it says it distorts. They just say it does. They say the faster you, the faster you travel, the slower time gets. Yeah, I, I I I do even study. Superman does that. Yeah, but see, <laughs> this is what I mean when I said outside of like fiction and popular culture, <laughs> yeah, that's not how it works. <laughs> I've not I've not seen any formula that suggests that time is distorted because you move at the speed of light. I understand getting to a location and perceiving time as distorted because of the speed you've travelled. Yeah, but that's just being stupid though, because if you if you if you travel two light years out and look back at Earth and the Earth and the, and the light you're seeing then is two years old, and you can't figure out that that's the, just an image that yeah. you're seeing, you're a fucking reject, reject, and you shouldn't have been on that spacecraft like in the first place. Say that traveling at the speed of light, you know, in, in sci-fi, or, or, yeah. or time stops, but apart from a person, and they, and so they're essentially traveling at the speed of light because light isn't moving because time has stopped. Right. Everything would be black. They wouldn't see everything. Yeah, because because the, the photon, light the photons have stopped. stopped. Yeah. So only when they move in a direction will the imp- photons then be forced, would they impact on the photons that are stationary instead of the other way around? Yeah. That they would see anything. Yeah. And if you're going at the speed of light towards something that's projecting light at you, you would see it developing at twice speed. You're looking at me like, that's thrown you. Yeah. All right, so the light coming towards you is moving at the speed of light. Right. You're moving at the speed of light towards it. Yeah. So effectively, the impact point is at twice the speed of light. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. doubled. So you're catching up to its current time, as it were. Yeah. So, but sci-fi doesn't like showing that aspect of things, and that throws me off. Because I think that would throw off the rest of the populace. I, I don't understand. I don't know why that would throw people off. That 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 makes so much clarity of sense to me. 
so much so that you couldn't even form a sentence. Yeah, it threw me off. I'm so disturbed by people's lack of understanding of that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's space. <laughs> it's not really space. That's There's really a lot of space. I don't like people not understanding that space is not empty. Yeah, it it's very full. There's lots of dust and yeah, some jam. I, I read jam somewhere. Yeah, there's probably jam. Statistically, yeah, there's, there's jam out there. Statistically, there is a jam in nebula, jam nebula. Yeah, it's a uh, it's raspberry and then it goes into strawberry and then for some reason, right in the middle, a little butter. bit of marmalade. Oh, uh, I had a little peanut butter. <laughs> nah, little peanut butter. Oh, uh, peanut butter asteroids maybe. Yeah, peanut butter asteroids. Yeah, <laughs> you fly through and get jam on them. <laughs> Yeah, statistically, the laws of probability is that it's got to be out there somewhere. Yep. Maybe not at the same time as us. Exactly the same time as us. No. Yep. I'll, I'll think it was started off as a nebula, and then it slowly coerced into a big jam planet with a Marmite core spinning around creating oh. its gravity. A Marmite core? What a horrible, what a horrible idea. I know, right? <laughs> no, I don't like it. There's no Marmite in space. <laughs> <laughs> Marmite is a human creation. It can only exist on this planet, and even then it's not really a thing. It's just, a, it's just like pre-digested food. What it like, looks like all food. <laughs> no. All food is pre-digested yeah. food. <laughs> <laughs> I meant to say post. <laughs> Oops. Idiot. I saw this talk about time. I lost my tenses. <laughs> thought I was living in the future. Yeah. <laughs> if only we had, have, had, have, had thought of what it was going to have, had, have been. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen, happen. It's going... What was it? It's, it's not... It's not going to have happened. It's already it have happened, happened, <laughs> but not yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, that was a, that was a, must have been a tight. I took a lot of takes to get that oh, line yeah. out. That was amazing. <sighs> so yeah. What about Red Dwarf? Red Dwarf has no no logic about its space travel. <laughs> yeah, no, three million years away from Earth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and just a rocket, simple rocket engine. Yeah. Not going, not going at the speed of light. They're not three million light years from Earth. No, three million years. Yeah. Uh, uh, their speed, their top their speed. speed. They hit light speed though, at one point. Yeah, which means that they should be a lot closer because they weren't travelling anywhere near the yeah, speed of light. The point was Holly didn't know which way to which way to go afterwards. Oh, right. I think that was the point because by the time they, he let Dave out, he was computer senile, wasn't he? Yeah. So uh, He didn't know which way was there. And he was trying to do a three-point turn and he turned it around and he hit light speed at two days early. So, <laughs> unexpected. And they lost Red Dwarf for a while, so they had to chase it. Yeah. It was in the sock drawer. Yeah. No. Oh well. So yeah. But yeah, they didn't meet any aliens. No, they never. Well, yeah, they did. But yeah, initially, they eventually met the uh, like genetic offshoots of things. They were yeah. like m- m- most things were creations. Gelfs were. Uh, weren't gelfs a creation? Um, I don't know if they were if they were actually aliens or if they were creations. But they had all the other ones: synthetics and uh, uh, Zargon. They met, they met several human ships and stations and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. But uh, everything they met was in some way related to the human race yeah. expansion into space. Oh, well, yeah. All right. Um, anything else? Uh, we've we done, we done travel, uh, aliens. Done, done travel and aliens, and then you ranted about not having aliens. And time. And time. And speed. Uh, uh, the fact that space is very full. Uh, you know when you see sci-fis and you hear someone go, I don't know why they need aerodynamic ships in space. Right. They do. You travel at any sufficient speed, you still encountered aerodynamic forces you'll still hit something yeah like like cause particles for example if you're going, going fast enough they become soup yeah and that's why the Enterprise had the deflector dish yeah 
Uh, it was originally referred to as the meteor deflector dish in the original series, but then it became the deflector dish, and it deflects particles around the ship when it's travelling at sublight. Yep, and lasers. There was one episode of The Next Generation where uh, they're, they're powering up their lasers. Sir. Lasers? They wouldn't even penetrate our deflector shields. Oh, yeah, 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 because they're not powerful enough to cut through what particles yeah. do to the ship, yeah, because yeah. it's just light, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. See? I remember that. It was a little tiny ship, wasn't it? Yeah. It wanted to fight him. Yeah, it wanted to fight the Enterprise. to fight a fucking galaxy-class <laughs> ship. I'm an idiot. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. <laughs> you don't want to fight. I suppose if you, if you... I think if we did encounter sentient life out there, uh, uh, we were on our little ship, and we were out on our, fucking, I don't know, little capsule rockets. <laughs> yeah. And we wanted to fight a big ship. I think we'd have a very similar situation in the sense that we wouldn't be the Enterprise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But... We don't even have lasers. <laughs> we do have lasers. I'm not ones that can fight a starship. No, we know of. <laughs> we might come across the sentient, uh, the other sentient race in the light, in galaxy, in universe, and uh, its only weakness is lasers. They didn't know about them. Could be. Yeah, they cr- they've covered their entire ship in in uh, light sensitive materials. <laughs> this is a photovoltaic ship. Yeah. And all we've done is power it up. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's what I would have done. Yeah. Because even the phasers were, were laser-based, weren't they? No, they were phased uh, neutrons or something like that. Because the L in laser is the light bit. Yeah. I like the fact that of sci-fis, things like Battlestar Galactica, they kept conventional weapons like they did, bullets yeah. and missiles and stuff like that. Instead of going to energy-based weapons. Yeah. Yeah, That was a, I, I liked that. You had a problem with the flak barrier, didn't you? Did I? In, in, in Battlestar Galactica, though. Do you not remember? We had you had a massive rant for a few days about how if you fire off bullets into space, they're going to continue on until they hit something, yeah. and you can't create a barrier of flak. Not sustainable, no. Because the way their flak worked is that they sh- sh- fire fired a shell, shell, and the shell explodes. Yeah, yeah, and it w- it wouldn't stay where it was. It would continue to explode. Yeah, yeah. It would move out at yeah, yeah. high velocity, so it wouldn't sustain. Wouldn't hold an area for very long it'll just move out no it that the the point the point that you always missed with that flag barrier is that when the bullet explodes and all the bits move off into their various directions which is what which is what which is what happens yeah. right yeah that's fine we all we all get that that's how yeah. space works right uh seconds before seconds after that one explodes another one's there exploding yeah and it's not it's not the little bits that are left no. afterwards it's the explosions that were yeah. the bit my, my issue wasn't that the bits weren't staying around it was it well, it, it was because in the series, although there was the second explosions, it created like a, a dense, n- almost gaseous area of shrapnel. Yeah. As if the shrapnel wasn't being moved at high velocity away from that area. Yeah. But it, I suppose it depends on how big the... It was more of the bullet got there, slowed down, and then just popped a little bit. Yeah. But I suppose it depends on how big the explosions the, the the particle the, the bits that were left over after yeah. the explosions if they were only small bits you wouldn't really see the small bits when they get to a certain point you'd only see them when they were at the highest density like yeah so so you wouldn't see them like so, so it wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't create like a i mean theirs was a little bit too bubbly yeah it was a bit too bubbly but it wouldn't necessarily create a, a, a wall of equally dispersed particles it would yeah. create a, a, a dense area that's constantly being renewed with with bits of shrapnel and then bits that you can't really see floating yeah. off in various different directions. Yeah. And in my mind, that's how it, that's how it was supposed to be. Yeah, but... I don't know, I can't remember. It's been a while since I've watched it. So I'm the most, I must, like I say, I had an issue with it for some reason. 
I can't remember exactly what it was. But I liked that. I think that I thought that was a good yeah. a good yeah. tactic. Yeah, it was a good idea. Set good up idea. a screen. It took out the missiles, which yeah. is all its job was to do. Occasionally, took out a few of the um, enemy fighters and stuff. Enemy like that. fighters. Well, it took out their own fighters. That was it. Yeah, their own fighters were always beyond it. Yeah. Yeah. So their own fighters had to fly through it. No, they they they, they always brought the barrier down, flat barrier before the, before they. Yeah, yeah, but there's still stuff moving around from all all the areas. Yeah, but if you stop firing. Yeah, but after if you create something dense enough to to create a visible cloud of small particles that's moving towards your own fighters at high velocity they're going to they're going to encounter something yeah and they did so, sometimes they lost two or three fighters in the newer one to their own flak wall uh, I, I can't remember I, I, like I said it's been because they used years to call they used to call, they used to call out they used to call out um to the to the to the fighters and say look we're bringing up the flak we're bringing up the flak barrier now please steer clear and they'd steer clear of the flak barrier they'd fly over near the 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 the, the, the base and then when it was time to come back, they'd stop firing. The ships would fly through the little bits of wreckage that were left mm. over, hope to avoid them all, get back on the ship, and then straight away, I'd disappear off. That was the theory behind it. Mm. Another tactical advantage would have been to um, delay the explosion a bit further until the flak barrier was pretty much on the enemy station. I think there'd be a range issue, wouldn't there? Um, I think that's what that's what that's what you'd use in a, as an excuse there. If they got to a certain range, it wouldn't it wouldn't respond or something. They'd, they'd always they always find yeah, sci-fi's always find a way to to, to limit range in space. Nukes can go the whole way. Yeah, nukes got a bigger engine now. <laughs> that's they'll, they'll find a way. You know, you know what sci-fi's like? They 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 always have to have an excuse yeah. for not having things that could like like for example. You never, you never saw anyone teleport a nuke, teleport a, a, a quantum torpedo into a ship with its shields down in Star Trek. Yeah, that has, that has been done. That has been done because that became a power for that reason on STO. I don't know it's power on STO. I don't, I, I yeah, the I demolitions team. That's what they're doing. You beam over torpedoes every now and again to do internal damage. All right. And that that has been done. And I want to say it was next generation. Well, once no. maybe then, but might might be original series actually. Because I remember the Doctor and Spock having to operate on a torpedo before they beamed it over. All right. Well, I'll take your word for that. But because uh, yeah. I haven't got to that bit recently, yeah, that, that, that has happened, and I think it might have happened a couple of times now. But no, but it's it's it is the move. Yeah. It is the move. There yeah. is no other move. Yeah. Once the shields are down, once beam the your bombs shields on. are down, beam a bomb on. Yeah. But boom, dead. Done. But it's, it's never used. Or could beam out their core. Yeah. Teleporters was was, was like the, 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 there was a, there was an excuse for it. Oh, it wouldn't get through this, or they couldn't do it through their own shields, or yeah. they they always put in like a yeah. It made sense they wouldn't be able to do it through their own shields if you can't do it through an enemy shield. Yeah, yeah, but they, they there's an energy inter energy barrier interference yeah. kind of thing. You know, it, 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 I'm not saying it doesn't but make sense. I'm saying what they did is they put in a get out of jail free clause yeah. so that they couldn't use the superpower. Yeah, to make it so that you had an entertaining show. That's a it's it's a it's a it's a writer's choice. You have to make yeah. sure that the show is entertaining. Because if you just have well, one guy with the powers of Q going around doing all the jobs, yeah. it's, it becomes tedious and un unimpressive, doesn't it? I'd no, still be impressed. No, you wouldn't. I would. Yes. You wouldn't watch a series with with Q just oh, going. Oh no, I wouldn't watch it. I'd done. Still be, I'd still done, be impressed. Done. I'd, done. I'd want to befriend him. Anyway, uh, what else we got in space? Uh, we done. It's an engines, engines, aliens, aliens, life, travel, weapons, weapons. Yeah, uh, I don't. I can't think of what else is going to be out there. Exploration. What would you like us to find out, Spade? That isn't sentient life. 
Don't uh, say a planet of jam. <laughs> I would like to see a planet of jam now with a marmite core. I don't know, to be honest with you, because I don't think we've finished exploring this planet. We haven't. No so way, near. crack on and get this one done. Oh, I can stop. Obviously, Trump, I d- President Donald Trump oh, he has recently announced his Space Force, hasn't he? Space Force, because he's a fucking reject, isn't he? Oh, my God. If only God. he was a reject. Oh, God. Yeah. He's just a joke. But we're talking about his Space Force, not him. His Space Force is going to be how a do you bigger think that joke. How do you think that's actually possibly could and it's not even like it's not even like someone someone else has already coined a pretty good space force name could have called it a star fleet that would have been a much better that, name that, that might where it end up <laughs> no, it yeah. won't all right Copyrighted. here's one that's always thrown me right space uh, it creating like a, a space force would that come under the jurisdiction of the navy or the air force uh it's, it's typically it's always been classed as the navy isn't it yeah because well, obviously the sq1 it was the air, air force. force yeah um but typically, it was the, it's, it's the navy because they always use naval slang, and they even, yeah. even I think even in, even in um, uh, SG One, while aboard the ships, they spoke in naval terms. Yeah. Even though they were the air force, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, yeah. I can still, would that still go over? Do you think this thing, if Trump Space Force goes over, it'll be a, a navally orientated kind of thing? It'll have to be, wouldn't it? Because ships. Yeah, it'd have to be. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing about ships is you you have a different set of lingo because of the, of necessity, like port and starboard yeah. is necessary as opposed to left and right, so that you know which sides of the ships and stuff and things you like that. You have to get used to the idea that you've not just got fore, aft, port and starboard, but you've also now got ventral and dorsal. Yeah, should be easy enough. Ah, I'll throw me off. If I just got used to, I don't know, helmet, the... Uh, 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 an aircraft carrier or something. I don't and I'm think simply doing the same thing in space. I don't think you'd go from aircraft carrier to oh space. Wait, wait, if we're going naval though, the only other thing that goes up and down navally is a submarine. Yeah. So in space, would they be going up and down bubble? Possibly. Do you reckon I'm trying to get the periscope, periscope up? Yeah. Why not? I don't know. Um, yeah, so typically they've always been treated as surface fleet and they've always been. Like if you go, if you watch all star, all sci-fi, yeah, they're typically a surface fleet ship, yeah, and they're dealt with in that respect. Yep. Except maybe in Battlestar Galactica, where they did in the new, in the newer one. one, they used all they used all naval terms. Yeah. But there was times when you heard in the background, if you listen to some of the chatter in the background, you'd hear like bow up half. Uh, d- and, and then, yeah. like you know, and they and they and they're maneuvering the ship, and they were maneuvering the ship in such a way that you would possibly be doing it if you were underwater, you know, yeah. bringing bringing the bow up a little bit, turning turning a little bit to your clock, you know, and they're, yeah. they're l- so. I, I, I thought that for a second ago that I, I mentioned uh, you'd have another two directionals of um, ventral and dorsal. Yeah, you'd also have rotational directionals. You would, yeah. That's because so much going on up there, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah, piloting would be a, would be a tricky would be a trickier one than you'd think. Yeah. So I, li- I like playing space games and piloting space games. I seem to be fairly good at. Well, I've never I've never really think about it because I'm not taking commands from anybody else. No one else is shouting at me. Two degrees down, bubble left, starboard, left starboard, left Go starboard. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just so you know which one I am. <laughs> yeah. 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 So I, I've always just like instinctively just obviously I've just pressed the keys that make it move in that direction. I've never really considered how. A commander would give the instructions to a helmsman to do it. Yeah, and yeah, it's tricky. 
in Star Trek, now and again they use um, three-dimensional bearings to yeah. get like 43.4 mark 4292. Obviously, yeah. that, that's the two 360 uh, discs. Yeah, yeah, that was and, so and that was well out because there's, there's no 400 degrees. That's like spinning around in the well, computer. Why? What did I say? You, you start your second your second set of coordinates was four two three or something like that, and it's oh, like right. it's like four hundred. Was like what was, was it four two point three maybe? Four two. I oh, maybe might might, might might put a point. I don't know. I didn't hear the point. I don't um, know. I can't, I can't remember. So I like said <laughs> sound, it sounds like you said you were four four hundred. Well, yeah, it's just gone all the way around. <laughs> four hundred <laughs> degrees. It's gone all the way around. Commander was just changing his mind off around uh, forty. Oh no, no, it's uh, <laughs> it's all the way over. Yeah. Obviously, so you went obviously clockwise from your. From orientation. Your orientation and then uh, on the horizontal and then you plane did and the, then the vertical, vertical plane, plane, yeah. Heading up first. Yeah. I, I, I always liked that about Star Trek and some people never understood it for some reason. They couldn't picture that second disc, I, I guess. Yeah, maybe, yeah. They didn't know what those numbers meant because they were making out. And that that's good. Except you never saw him then course correct afterwards. You once No. You see him give a, a, a general direction and then the helmsman will have to figure out the rest. Yeah. If he has to go around that planet that's in the way kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. If he's got to work it out, yeah. yeah. And there's those little details that you miss in Star Trek and things like that. Yeah. You sort of got a little bit of that if you watch the, watch the newer Battlestar Galactica with the... Because like occasionally, you, like you say, you heard them putting in jump coordinates and you yeah. you heard them moving the ship into position and you had them you had them trying to manoeuvre the fighters into into the correct place so that they can quickly dock. Yeah. And so there was a, there's a bit more of a sort of... a the shipboard running on that one. So, yeah. So anyway, what have we learned today? We've learned that you, for some reason, don't believe there could be aliens ever. No, sentient life at the same time as us. I don't believe that there hasn't been or could be. Not right now. <laughs> well, there is. No. There is. No. I've seen them. No. Yesterday. No, I didn't. Yeah, I've seen the photo. <laughs> We've also learned that Ted does believe in uh, fantasies. <laughs> I believe everything that I've ever read ever. Yep. <laughs> I say he proved earlier that the Earth was flat. He's he's, proved, he's adamant about that. Yep. He said he had a selfie at the end of a cliff and everything. Uh, I tried to point out that the sea continued as part of Earth, but he didn't believe me. No, no, the sea's not part of Earth. Earth <laughs> is ground. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hope right. you enjoyed learning that with us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye. Thanks for listening, and if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, we are at Triadic Ent. Uh, we are also on Facebook, and you can find us on Patreon uh, under the name Triadic Entertainment. Um, if you like our content, feel free to subscribe. Every penny helps. Uh, there are some great rewards available, and we would much appreciate it. Thank you very much for listening, and good night. <laughs>